Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your personality. I say ayo. Hmm. I say ayo. It's finally podcast. Finally podcast with your boy Blaze. You already know. <laughs> I slurred up on that, but it's cool. I'm gonna keep on, keep it on. So today's episode, you know, and I know what y'all are thinking. Y'all, y'all probably like, you know, what, what, what the hell is the the title of the show? It's it's a very interesting title, and if y'all know me by now, four seasons and. Y'all know that, you know, I like to be very creative. And, you know, when I when I think about what I'm going to talk about, you know, a lot of like mental research or research goes into this. And it's it's all about analyzation. So, you know, today's episode, I name it the reclusion of socialization. So let me explain what I mean when I say that. So when I'm talking about the reclusion of socialization, you know that we're dealing with COVID. You know that we're dealing with this horrible virus that is taking the world by storm. And, you know, I just want to give a, a big RIP to the people that lost their lives from COVID um, because, you know, you really start to see for, you, you really start to see it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you start to be humble. You start to be like, you know what? I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. And, you know, I, I understand what's going on in the world. And, you know, I'm just going to be. A little bit like like level-headed about it you know so it's all these things that's going on it's all these theories from you know the vaccine to um you know how do you catch covid because there's a virus right then from it being a virus all of the predictive programming now it's from like 20 30 years back and then from like Crazy stuff like it's people that I was watching this video. This is the reason why I say it's crazy because a lot of people has been saying this. Like a lot of people been saying like the reason why you might be more vulnerable to the disease is because when you wear the mask all day, like you breathe in oxygen, but you breathe out carbon dioxide and carbon dioxide is not something you're supposed to breathe in. So basically you're not supposed to breathe in your own breath. Right. And with these masks, they do restrict you to only breathing out your, you know, you you're breathing in what you're breathing out. So, you know, they're saying that, you know, it's decreasing something inside your body. I'm not sure for verbatim what they said, but it's in decreasing something in your body, which is decreasing your uh, intake for stuff or something like that. And it makes you more successful, successful or whatever the word is, to catching the virus. So it's like, okay, you have anti-maskers, right? And you have people that's just like, you know, the virus is a hoax. I'm going to say it like this. I'm very level-headed on it, right? 
um, based upon, upon the fact that when the virus started happening, like anybody that was dying from anything, coronavirus. And it's just like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that the coronavirus, like if someone had cancer and they die from cancer, they just have the coronavirus? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's really weird. So this is the thing, because I'm going to start off with it. So all of this, right, going through COVID and all these different things, I feel like with this society, basically what they try to do to say, hey, enjoy being locked up at home because we're telling you to be locked up at home. And in my world, everything is a simulation to me. That's why I don't, I'm not saying that I don't take things serious, but it's like on the overall view as a spiritual person, to me, this doesn't get past me. Like, something tells me this was planned, right? And with it being planned, you have all of these different options out here that now takes form because of this virus. And it's like they knew that they was going to do that. And now what you're having is this explosion of all these apps, these social apps where you can sit down and talk or stand up and talk or walk around and talk on your phone, right? And of course, because we understand the market, you have people out there that are social influencers, you know, people out there that have that's promoting their music, promoting their book, promoting their art. Uh, you know, the situation that happened with Kevin Samuels, him being on Clubhouse, the Clubhouse app, you know, all all like you have people who do different things, public figures and people out there that are known for stuff. Right. So. My thing about it is, is that. All of this stuff that's taking place right now, okay? It's just that to what I'm thinking and to what I'm seeing, all of these apps, once COVID is over, quote unquote, if it ever gets over, because it's going to be a weird thing that they're going to do, these apps are replacing face-to-face connection. And this goes beyond what what it was before like this goes beyond just covid because of course you started having the dating apps you started having the the besides the dating apps you started having dating apps you started having um all the social the social media programs this that and third and now you're dealing with generation z that's being brought up on things like tiktok and um the clubhouse well tiktok the clubhouse app works for you know, adults that's in their young 20s, you know, that's like around 20 to 24, you know what I'm saying? That's their prime. And then teenagers are more or less into TikTok and whatever have you. So, I mean, I say the reclusion of socialization due to COVID, but in a mere scheme of things, the face-to-face reaction, they want dead, right? And, you know, it's not about getting together and hanging out like we used to, you know, you know, we hanging out, going to clubs or going out, screw the clubs, going out to hang places and actually having face-to-face interaction. Everything now is so media-centric. The uniqueness of meeting people and saying, hey, I met this person at this place, it's like obsolete almost. And I'm not saying it's wrong to people to meet people online. However, you do need to be careful, right? We are, that's a, that's a standard. But my thing is, and I will always say, 
that it's it's just a different thing you know you know and um let me get into it so reclusion of socialization apps and um let me just say this i've been so stuck on youtube like all day and i feel bad because here it is i'm supposed to be you know doing some other stuff around the house and you know doing all this other stuff and you know i get caught up on youtube whether it be dramatic or there's a lesson being taught like i'm still involved on youtube and we have an understanding now that youtube is new the new tv you know, people ain't really buying cable boxes no more. People ain't really having cable. They're just like, give me my internet. I'm good. I can go on YouTube and just research or I can look for my entertainment. And the only app that comes close from being out of YouTube is Netflix. Netflix, uh, Hulu, and a couple of other apps where, you know, you're able to watch TV whenever you want without commercial breaks. And if they do have commercial breaks, it's only like one or two. It's not like... You're spending like a minute waiting for these commercials to be over. So, you know, that's the difference with today. And it's really crazy to me because, you know, you're watching all that and you're just like, this is crazy. Like nobody has cable no more. Everybody has the Internet. Like I'm literally I literally can sit down and be lazy on my laptop. I don't need to be on, you know, and and on my phone. I forgot to say that on my phone, too. And, um, you know, these apps. I really kind of want to gear this towards dating first. I'm going to break it down into, you know, I'm doing this on the fly, but, you know, I want to get this into dating. So the reason I think about it, right, is because I tell people all the time, I would rather meet somebody in person than to meet them online. That's that's just a, a, a reality of the manner, you know, um, I'm not desperate for dating at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know. I'll admit, like, you know, I do preferably want to be in a relationship, you know, besides the COVID thing or whatever. I would like to be in a relationship if it calls for it. Right. But I'm very modest. If if, if whatever goes is whatever goes, I'm not going to trip over the nonsense. The reason why reclusion of socialization is relative to my theory about dating is for one thing and one thing only. Now, there's a veil that has to be lifted when you're online dating, okay? The thing about the online dating situation is you have to get to know somebody way before you see them physically. The point is, is to talk to a person until you guys like each other enough to meet up with each other, right? And like, I, the reason why is like, I, I have this thing where I find it more of a turn on and I find it more of an attraction if it's a day that I pull up on you and I want to talk to you or, you know, you give me the signal or you want to talk to me or whatever and stuff like that on the streets. Or if I'm out and about minding my business and I just make a comment or we're, we're vibing or we're at an event, you know, if it wasn't for COVID, if we're at an event and, you know, I'm just looking at you, you looking at me and I'm like, OK, yo, what's good? Like, it's a turn on to me to know I met you somewhere as opposed to meeting you through an app, okay? And the reason why, you know, it's becoming dead is because, you know, we're also being involved in a hookup culture. So this idea of maintaining some type of relationship 
isn't the same as it used to be. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people out there that's looking for love, that's looking for a relationship, that's looking to settle down, whatever have you. But now you're talking about it in a way where, you know, a lot of people is not geared towards wanting to meet a person to really build a relationship. A lot of people is meeting other people to smash, okay, to have sex. And then it's like the foundation of having sex sets the guideline for them to possibly want to get into a relationship with that person. So I feel like with some people, your the the idea of sex um, the idea of sex sets the foundation for a potential relationship. That's the standard for today, okay? And then you know you have all these people that want to experiment, you know, to the nitty gritty. You got certain guys that certain guys and girls that want to go for the same gender, that want to go for trans, that want to go for like, you know, just experiment and see what it's like. And they're able to do that on social media because of the fact the matter, it's private, but it's public. So you choose who you want to talk to, right? You know, they only know you by your profile. They don't know that you dated so-and-so and you dated so-and-so. They only know you. Now it only becomes public if they want to air you out, if you did something wrong and you just did some bullshit or you just decided to, you know, they just wanted to get back at you about something you did, you know? So dating in this period, why it's the erasure of socialization, um, it, the, the authenticity, the authenticity of the dating pool is only geared towards lust, right? And I don't know. Something in my head is like you're not getting the full impact of a relationship from online dating as opposed to meeting someone out and about. And now it's even harder because of COVID because more people are just staying home. Right. And people are not really trying to hang out when you have a disease, a virus that's starting to have a mutant that's coming from all these different places that's coming from you know, three separate countries. And then it comes from America and it's like, it's going to get worse. And the thing, my thing on that is, it's going to be a second wave, right? And this is the thing. What was really honorable that I found out, that I was thinking about, was this past summer when we were talking about the COVID, we was talking about the coronavirus. Everybody was forced to stay home. It was the big lockdown but then the Black Lives Matter had the protest in the summer and then everybody decided to just go out. That was the weirdest thing about it. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, did anybody catch COVID from, from over there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm just saying because it's really weird to me and I don't understand. So that's my whole take on a dating aspect. Because it's loss of socialization. Like, you know, everybody's going to be geared towards dating. But will it become a conversation about... Because there is a standard of online dating. Like, you know, I don't know the percentage or the statistics on, like, how many people online date. What's the success rate? What's the the, the statistics on, like, what is what is good or what is bad? Um, oh, the failure rate. That's what I meant to say. So, you know, is it going to become a conversation... That it's 90 to 95% of people are dating online 
and only 5% is meeting people out out and about. And um, if it wasn't for COVID, would it still be the same conversation or would it be different? So let's just move on. Let's move on. Networking. You know, we all want to network. Um, you know, as I try to find where I want to go with what is it that I want to do and what is it that the message I'm trying to spread to the universe while I'm still here on this earth in my physical form and on this plane. Um, you know, network, you know, I, I have to give myself the idea, you know, you have to adapt to society, which I am. It's just a problem is that what I said in a, an episode, you know, um, for me is like I come from a very esoteric type of um, persona, you know, so it's very hard for me to adapt or to get used to or to really just be okay with certain things that's the social norm of this society. To me, I'm just a deep thinker. So to me, I'm just like, nah, man, like I can't deal with that. I can't say yes to that. And with networking, you know, um, you know, why I say a lot of these apps is eccentric and it, well, essential is because, you know, you have a lot of these public figures that's out here and, you know, they're, you know, they're, 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 they're here for a reason, you know, they, they want to spread a message, either they want to spread a message or they want to sell a product or they want you to listen to their artwork or see their artwork for what it is. And, you know, again, this is a hard episode to make because while I'm, while I'm speaking to you, we're in COVID. So it's like, of course, everything is going to be social media centric because of the fact of the matter we're in COVID. More people is staying home, more unemployment, more people just trying to figure their life out right now. And, you know, and, and hold on, this is off topic for a second. Is it just me or do people realize that because of COVID, a lot of people are starting to say, yo, work ain't shit. <laughs> is it just me? Because I was thinking that for a little while. I mean, I, I really started to realize and I'm like, wait a minute. So a lot of people is working out here and we're just really starting, starting to think like, yo, work ain't shit. I got to work for a person. I got to work for these different corporations that don't even honor me or respect me. Like, nah, where's my morals? Where's my morality? That, that needs to stay intact. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to get the same type of mindset. And of course, because, you know, the stimulus checks and all that other stuff. Shout out to the government. Shout out to the government, son. Sponsor me and my unhealthy habits. You feel me? But, um... <laughs> Woo. Um you know, uh it's just it's just a fact of I'm trying to figure it out, right? Um the the whole networking thing. So I do definitely honor things like LinkedIn and you know a couple of other things that's going on, but um I start to realize a lot of these apps, right? So one of the apps that I use is Zoom. So I use Zoom and um you know, that that's an app that I use to, you know, connect with people and all this other stuff. Will I come into a lot of people's chat rooms and have conversations? Then it's the Clubhouse app. Then, you know, there's a couple of other apps that I've seen that, you know, a lot of people are using these days. And, you know, you know, you have the regular stuff on YouTube, like um, Zoom, they're still using or StreamYard. Um, it's a lot of apps that they're using. And I'm not saying it's a bad app, but it's like with Zoom especially, 
I think I seen Zoom before COVID happened. I just didn't notice it because for the profession that I used to work at, you know, I would see the offices and, you know, people are having boardroom meetings meetings, and, you know, they're talking, you know, face to face. They're talking, they're having a whole entire people um, in the room and, you know, they're taking down notes. They're like, well, what, are, what is our projection for the fourth quarter or quarter one or quarter two while they're selling a product and they're doing what they're doing with marketing? All right, cool. That's what you do. That's the standard, right? And um, I just was like, oh, that's a cool app. I wonder if that app is going to go ahead to be used for the general public. And what I think is a lot of these companies beta test these are doing a beta test on these apps in order to see how it works around professionals before they let it go to the general public. So that's my theory on, you know, why a lot of these apps is the way that they are. Now, I can't really say for apps like OnlyFans and, you know, well, Clubhouse loosely because I was hearing Clubhouse is a networking and marketing, you know, app. You know, and and my thing about it is, you know, they have all these rooms and all this other stuff. And, you know, there's there's a to me when people talk about rooms and meetings and stuff like that. Well, loosely rooms. It's a I it's in my psychological world. It has to deal with, um, you know, coming together type of sense, you know, the coming of one unison. Like I pay attention to how people name things, why things named the way they're named. And, um, you know, you know, a lot of people can make money off their content. There's so many apps that's being tested right now where, you know, you can make money off your content and, you know, certain apps is geared towards women. And, um, you know, it's something that I really think about on a day to day basis. You know, I'll think about it and I'll be like, oh, okay, you know, I I understand now. And um, that's my thought process on it, bro. I don't know if I have anything else to talk about as terms as that. And, you know, what I think is a lot of apps come and go. So, you know, right now it's Instagram. And I think Instagram is starting to become lackluster. And a lot of people are starting to see it for what it is. But, you know, you got all these challenges. But all these challenges is geared towards attention. And I don't know if I'll mention it on another episode. But um, it's just that. It's it's just really hard for me to really speak on that. But when you see it with networking, it's just like, you know, is it beta testing from these corporations first to see how it does with people in these companies? And of course, you have surveys, you have all the surveys and all that other stuff that people do beta testing, people meet up and all that other stuff. I don't know about now, but, you know, people meet up to test these websites. And then if it goes well and, and successful, then, you know, they go ahead and say, oh, we're going to release it to the general public. And um, they do, what is it? The Like, they do a demographic. It's like demographic testing. I don't remember the word for it. It's, it slips my mind. But a type of, like, they take a, a small pop, small population, you know, and they, you know, they say, oh, this is how the success rate, uh, the success rate was. This is how the failure rate was. Like, you know what I mean? So just something to think about. And this is the last thing. Um, I can't really call it. I can't really call it. I think that I'm people like me is just mainly annoyed with all of the bullshit that's happened in society, right? Because I feel like when you're in a stage that I'm in, 
like I'm not surprised by shit. Like a lot of things is just like annoying. Like people's mindset nowadays, and then this this is a little bit off topic, but it's cool because if you rock with finally podcasting, you know how random I am, right? Um, the morale, and maybe because I sense it from Generation Z, like, and I can't really blame them because you're a product of the previous generation. So we're talking a generation of my era, my era, which is the millennials which would now be facing their 30s or in their 30s, right? Um, in the Generation Z, Generation Zeta, you know, they're loosely late 90s, early 2000s, and the 2000s, in 2010s. So this is a hard thing about this generation that kind of relates to my socialization piece because it also has to do with morale, right? A lot of stuff is escaping off of this whole entire era of people being too open, right? And, you know, like, this may be a previously recorded episode. Hell, a lot of them are, right? But, you know, I see things like these dating apps are sitting up there talking about, you know, if we find out you're fatophobic, we're going to delete your pro- profile. You're not going to be able to find a woman of your choice if you deny BBWs. Like, bro, like, because I don't like fat women, right? I don't, I might not like fat women. You're going to tell me that I'm not allowed to, to date. I can't use your website to date. And now it's, it, I have a feeling it's going to get crazy. If you're a serial online dater and you use all these websites and they're familiar with your profile. I have a feeling like if you're known for dissing fat bitches, all right, dissing fat women, okay, they might see you, might know your profile, and then snip you off of every data dating app you go on. Like that's what I think. Like they're literally gonna say, yo. Javon has been on this website, this website, this website. He uses the same picture. He talks bad about fat women. Get him out of here. And it's just crazy because why I say it's a loss of socialization, it's the idea of trying to make other people feel better in order to say, well, you have to agree with our program now. You have to agree with our terms and conditions. But if it's a man choice to say, I don't like fat women, why is he why why should it be a bad thing that he says that I don't want to deal with fat women? Just like people who say that they don't want to deal with trans women. I can't fault the man that sit up there and says that he wasn't he doesn't want to deal with trans women. They believe that's a man. So why is it wrong? Or why is it a form of transphobia if the man says that I choose not to date trans women? And and it's like that's a fucking smokescreen. What do I really think about dudes that really date when a trans that date trans women? And you know I don't give a fuck. Like, I say what's on my mind. What do I think about men that usually try to be in denial about trans women? It's mainly the factor of, of a fantasy, okay? We know, we know, okay? I don't really need to say what it is, but you know what I mean when I say it's a fantasy. It's, a, it's an exotic, it's a type, it's, it's exotic type of uh, psychosis for a man, right? Because you're, you know that it doesn't feel right to you. Because it's a social, it's a social stigma, right? It's not a societal norm, right? It's a um, how do I describe it? 
it's a, a, a social ill because I can't think of the word right now, right? It's a social ill, right? It's still not, it's still not reflective as a general populace of society. They still believe it's wrong, right? So to a man's mind, he knows that. It's in his psychosis where he believes, yo, I know what's wrong, but I want to see what it's like. But I don't want a relationship with them because that would make me give in to the social ill. And I'm not like that. You know what I mean? And with that, a lot of the trans women will be like, oh, he's wasting my time. Or he's trying to judge me because I am this person. Right? And, and it's a whole rabbit hole. Okay? It's a whole entire rabbit hole. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Okay, so moving on. My thing about it is, is that all of these like labels, right? All of these, it, and I blame liberalism. That, it, that is why I'm so like pissed that so many people voted for this dumbass Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Like, I do not like those people. Like, I'm being honest with you. I do not like Kamala Harris and I don't like Joe Biden. Like, I don't. Like, they're put in office to undo everything that Trump did. That's basically all it is. That's basically all it is. It don't mean anything. That's basically what it means. Like Joe Biden is a complete dumbass. I want you to know that. And Kamala Harris is just trying to pitch her whole entire um, persona to appeal to black people. Because she wants to make up for the shit she's done. Okay? So, losing my train of thought, people, but it's cool. It's my podcast, so I'm going to let it rock until I get it right. But... All these labels, right? The loss, why the why, the reason why it's the loss of socialization in this this compass, like this whole entire like era, is because you're now having to deal with the fact that I'm forcing my agenda upon you, and you have to agree with it. Thus, if you do disagree with it, you will be shunned and you will be shamed. And it reminds me of like the olden empire, specifically like what happened in what happened in Europe in the 17 and the 1600s, right? When you had the church, church and the state, and when you were the type of person that went against their rules, you were excommunicated. You weren't allowed to. You you were just shunned from a lot of privileges. Like you were excommunicated. You were done. Like you were looked down upon by society if you went against their rules. And this is how I slowly feel like America is becoming. Like North America is really becoming this way. Like. All these different things that's going on, it's like, okay, um, autocratic ship, let's have a grayscale area, you know, pornography, degeneracy, uh, people getting tattoos in their faces looking like clowns, um, liberalism, feminism, which is still akin to um, liberalism, bitch-ass Black Lives Matter, you understand? Um, all these different things out here and then they're forcing upon you. And if y'all know me, y'all know that I sit up there and they say that they want Black Lives Matter to be the black community and be the black culture. Even though I say that black isn't shit but a skin color. We all know that your skin is brown. That's why when you hear me talk, I'll sit up there and say that I'm a North American Negro. I'm classified as an African American. But the loss of socialization comes with all those different things. So now you're forcing on a label and saying you have to agree to that label. Whereas back in the day, we're just like, yo, that's cool, but that's you and your ish. Don't bring that over here. 
And people understood that. People understood that. And then you had the rebels that try to argue against that and be like, well, we are people too. Our message is just equally important. And it's like, nobody's denying you for having a, a peace of mind and saying how you feel. But now it's like, you're forcing that upon the general consensus of a society. And then you cherry pick the anomaly to make it seem as if that's the basis of the society. And it's not. So I don't know where I'm going with this, but that's what I mean. The loss of the reclusion of socialization in regards to morale also plays a factor in this because now it's a loss of what is it? What is the beliefs, right? You'll shun somebody for their beliefs in order for them to akin to yours. Mm. You hear me? That's what I mean. So if y'all understand what I'm going at, let me know. I'm pretty much sure y'all probably won't because I, I don't really get comments on my, my Instagram page or my social medias when people hear my episode. But like, I hope you guys do. And I hope you guys real will like understand where I'm coming from when I'm saying these things. So screw it, man. Otherwise than that, I'll be back with another episode next week. Peace and hair grease. I'm out.